Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Carrie Norley is about to come on and blow your mind in terms of wealth activation, wealth creation, and we are going to dive in deep, whether you're a man or a woman, so definitely stay tuned, and I'm talking to you because you're becoming your greatest possible self, so thank you for being here, thank you for choosing to invest your time and your energy, and ultimately your, your money, right? You could be doing other things, and you're here with us to grow, so thank you for choosing to be here with us and this interview with Carrie and all of our interviews and all these great episodes, because we are diving in deep. It's an epic, epic 12-hour live stream, so make sure you catch them live when they happen and also the the YouTubes and um, the podcasts. Check out the blog posts and the show notes, all that great stuff because you'll get even more, okay? Next up is going to be the iTunes review of the week. Let's see who it's by this week. I think it is by, uh, yeah, that's right, CJ Hokama who says, feed the burn. Chris's energy, enthusiasm, and zeal for his work is truly unmatched. He brings the absolute best in his, in his guests, us, the listeners, as well as himself when it matters the most in life, the present moment. This podcast is not just hoorahs and chest-pounding moments either. Chris and his guests deliver breakthrough tools and applicable life exercises in order for his audience to make being the greatest versions of themselves possible. CJ Hokama, thank you so much for that review. And if you want to get a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the Apple Podcast Store. Give us a review. Let us know what you love and what you want to see more of. And we'll keep making this show even more awesome for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to introduce Carrie in just a second here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. This is going to be a powerful interview for you. If you're ready to up-level your revenue, your wealth, your riches, your money, your income, all of it, and we're going to be diving into human, human beings, masculine and feminine energy. So definitely stick around all the way through to the end because one of these ideas that Carrie shares with you has the ability to transform and change everything for you. Let's introduce her, and then we'll bring her on the screen. Carrie Norley is the Wealth Alchemist. She is an international wealth and soul alignment coach, mentor, speaker, and author of the book, How to Use Feng Shui to Create Business Abundance. She plays in the quantum realms to help you release the BS stories that are keeping you stuck. If you are ready to dive deeper into your spiritual, energetic, emotional, mental, and physical blocks around creating the wealth you truly desire, this is where Carrie loves to play. And we're going to be playing all day long in this epic interview. Carrie, let's rock the house. You are live on Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. Thank you so much for being here. I super appreciate you. You're just a powerhouse. My God. Uh, thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We're going to dive right into the theme of today, today, uh, today which is, Carrie, uh, holiday magic. We want to know what does that mean for you? What does holiday magic mean for you, Carrie? Oh, what does holiday magic mean for me? Well, I think for me, at any time of the year, magic is all around mm. 
I mean, I'll go to alchemy, right? Creating something from nothing, creating goodness out of anything. And I know if we talk about holiday magic, right? Like holidays can bring up a ton of crap. Can I, am I allowed to say those things? <laughs> yes, you're allowed to swear. Yes. Right? It can bring up a lot of shit for people when yeah. we have to go and see our families. And I know for myself, I just even Thanksgiving, mm. when I was visiting my mom, stuff comes up. And like, I think the magic in it is actually being able to reflect back at ourselves and be able to grow and develop from it versus turning it into wars and crappiness mm. um, in the family. Because we can create so much magic in the reflections that we see in our families of the places where we don't necessarily like to see things, right? Mm. But if we turn it around and look at it and like, how is that a reflection of myself? That's magic. I mean, mm. there is so much growth to be had in that magic. Wow. And, and what a what an amazing opportunity to practice being human, to practice forgiveness, to pa- practice grace, to practice love, right? Because uh, I right? think a lot of times it's easy to be um, successful and happy and like all, full of life when things are going well. And what about when things are other than we want them, other than how we would prefer the circumstances to be? How do we respond in that form? And I think, you know, that's a really great transition into alchemy because alchemy is you're given whatever you're given. Life's going to throw you ingredients. And how do you transmute those into magic, into creating wealth, into creating the life of your dreams? And I know you help your clients with that, Carrie. So tell us a little bit more about how you do that or specifically what you do as a wealth alchemist. Mm. So a lot of it is actually that, right? Like alchemy comes from turning something, something into, from nothing into something, right? And ultimately we are, we are all shining lights and beings. Mm. It's not that we're nothing, but so often we've like masked and we've buried and we've had so much conditioning from when we were young and we still play it out, Mm. right? Like we still loop the same stories from when we were one, two, three years old when it was like, I mean, I look at some of my clients, I'm like, it could have been because you didn't get fed at the moment that you wanted to be fed. And now you're feeling like I'm going to be deprived for the rest of my life. And so like, there's so many looping patterns that come from you know, and so when we clear those out, when we can look at the truth of any situation and we look at the, at the reflection to ourselves, mm-hmm. right. And we take full self-responsibility. And I think it's a really big thing, full self-responsibility mm-hmm. because I've been talking about self-responsibility for about over a decade, well and truly. And I can tell you that in my own journey of self-responsibility, right. Like it goes deeper and deeper and deeper. Okay. And the times that I've thought that I'm like, I'm totally responsible. I'm like, actually, the figure is pointing somewhere else, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so in that, it's like, even as I said with the family, like, it's like looking at like, wow, I totally see, like, I can go back home and see my mom and the way she plays patterns out now. And I'm like, oh, my God, I do that. I hate watching you do that, but I've done that. So owning that in myself and going, how do I want to shift and change that? How do I want to show up instead, right? That is alchemy because we're actually changing our patterns, our behaviors. And not only that, we're changing that generationally, right? And now just looking at that alone, because I think mindset, I've been doing mindset work in NLP and sorts of stuff for over a decade. And I think it comes to, and that's why like in the intro, it says mindset, energy, uh, emotional, all of it, right? Because like mindset comes from one level. Like it's one one of our bodies, one of our experiences of life. Physical, our physical body is one experience of life, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we start to layer it in and look at all the different levels of our lives, the emotional, the energetic, and spiritual, the spiritual realm as well, and then we start to shift things, and that's when we start to look at the quantums, right? We start to shift things on a different level than things it's like mentally, it's like we only have a certain amount of willpower. Mm. (laughs) Eventually, right? Eventually our mind is going to be like, well, whatever. 
We've all done it. We've all been there. So I'm going to go do the thing. I'm not going to eat that. I'm not going to drink that. I'm not going to whatever. I know I have. That's what yeah. I mean. We've all done it. And there's only a certain amount of willpower that we all have. But we start yeah. to shift things on a quantum level, on a spiritual level, on a on all the bodies level. When we look at the entire system, um, that's when we can start to see completely massive alchemy results. And when I see for my clients, when we start to play in this, it's like, you know, we'll get on and there'll be, you know, an hour later, I'll get a quick, I'll think, Carrie, I had the sales call and I, you know, normally there's a little bit, sometimes, you know, sales processes take a while and that's what it is. Right. And some of my clients, they're, they're doing big sales processes. So they take a while. And she's like, Oh my God, they just signed up right then and there with handing me all. I was like, I don't understand how that happened. And she's like, that never happens. I'm like, alchemy, <laughs> magic. When you, when you shift all the stuff that's like lingering. And I looked at it kind of like if you're in a snow globe, Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if we imagine that we're in the snow globe and the snow globe, those glass boundaries are our energetic field. And we've got like um, black spots in that globe. So you can't fully see out and the energy is like messy and mucky. Yeah. Well, when that's in our field, then we're going to have messy, mucky transmissions between the people that we're speaking with, between the people we're calling in, between the money that we mm. want to come in with, whatever. And when we clear those away, it's like anything like we see clearly here it comes. They have a, It has a a capacity to meet you because you've actually cleared the space for it to happen. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And all those different aspects, there could be the muck in those aspects of of mental, physical, emotional, spiritual. There could be gunk in any of those in areas. All of them. Yeah, in all of them. So I think that's that's something I really want to dive into in the conversation more. And before we go there, though, I want to hear about your journey. And I know our audience wants to get connected with you, hear about your evolution into becoming a wealth alchemist yourself. Oh, yes. So, so <laughs> like how long is a piece of string? Um, the long and the short of it really is I have been, um, well, I grew up in a very successful, very wealthy family. And for a long time, I put that to the side mm. and I was like, it made me different. And, um, and it's in this last little while that I've fully owned into it because because of this space, because of where I've come from, the energetic field that I bring with me is like, well, it's out of wealth and alchemy. Like that's mm. what I grew up in, wealth and success. And, um, and I see so many people and then I started doing all this. Like, but what's fascinating about it is like when you grow up in it, you don't realize it's like, if you grew up poor, you grew up being abused, you grew up in any of you don't realize it's wrong or bad or mm. good or anything. It's just life. Right. And so it took me leaving that life. Mm. <laughs> Choosing to move to Australia, my random accent, I'm originally from Chicago, but I've lived in Australia for 15 years, Sydney, and now I'm in Denver um, for about three years. And it took me leaving the life to realize how much I had mm. and to also then consciously unpack who I am, if that mm. makes sense, yeah. right? Yeah. And so to consciously, you know, people always look at me like, Carrie, you are an amazing manifester. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I am. I don't know how I do it. What would happen if I actually consciously learned how I do what I do, yes. right? And so about 14 years ago, 12 years ago, I started on this like massive mission to be like, I started reading everything I could. This was before the secret before, mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Like let's date that, right? Um, before all of that. And I was like, what, what is it that I do? And started to break down the laws of attraction and all these things, laws of the universe. And it became my like mission on the planet to figure this out and to teach others the same. And, and the wealth alchemy piece comes in from, it's like, I'm so, hmm, Really, I just got so sick of seeing people stuck in this and making money bad and making rich people bad and making yes. success and wealth bad. And I'm like, oh, for 
I finally, I'm like, I had enough hearing it and not saying anything. And I was literally like, oh, for fuck's sake, people. None of it is bad. Wow. Wow. <laughs> None of it is bad. All of it is amazing. And there's so much that can be done with it. Mm-hmm. And when we truly step into our power, the ability to, to change the world. Like I've watched my grandparents, my whole life, my grandmother, one woman, she, she was um, one of the first four women to ever graduate from the University of Chicago Business School. And which is still one of the most prestigious business schools in the world. And, uh, and from there, like her ability to, to be a woman in this world and change the world, mm-hmm. the amount of programs, the millions of people that have lives, kids' lives have changed, human beings' lives that have changed because of her initiatives. I know how important it is for one person to choose to make a difference in this world. Wow. I know how important it is for us to increase our wealth mm-hmm. because she couldn't have done that without the wealth to back her, yeah. right? Or without like her not having to worry about, like that was her life, yeah. was making a difference in the world. So I know in every cell of my being how important it is that we all step into this because the more of us that are doing our purpose work, mm. the more of us that are making money and creating wealth on this planet, the more that we can change the planet. I have the chills. Um, yes. <laughs> the well, more I, that we can change the planet. I love this. And I want to I wanna speak to people out there who are listening because I think you and I, Carrie, we're like big freaking visionaries. We're like, I want to change the world. Let's go. You know, like I want to, I want to change, change the face of humanity, empower people in such a, such a magnificent way that so many lives, so many generations, so many families are really impacted from the work that we do from, you know, showing up and sharing our gifts and our genius and helping others to do that as well. And wherever you're at on the journey for you listening or watching right now, like you don't have to want to change the world. You just want a better life for yourself. And you could also want to change the world, whatever you want to do. And I really, I I think to dream bigger, to aspire to be the best version of ourselves that we can be, I think that's one of the best things we can do. And also I wanted to give um, a shout out to another woman who showed up on the marathon a while back, Kate Shippy Gray, who reposted Mm -hmm. something that Scott Oldford reposted, which was about Elon Musk. And some girl was giving Uh Elon Musk crap, right? She was giving Elon Musk crap and saying, you know, you're a billionaire. Stop stop hoarding your your money and go help some people. And he's like, you know, you can you can trash talk me all all you want, but what have you done? I've created, I think it was like fifty thousand jobs for for people mm-hmm. over the years of work that he's done, which is impacting like two hundred fifty thousand fa- uh, people or households and five hundred thousand families. It's like what an amazing impact because he said, I want to create massive impact, and he's rewarded proportionately because of it. But he just did what he what he wanted to, shared his gifts, and look at the impact that he was able to create because he showed up and just took massive action. Totally, I agree. And I also think it's something you said earlier too, like you said, it's okay to to do it for ourselves, right? And I think it's something that's so important to say because so many people think that you're not allowed to just want more for yourself. Mm. Like, Mm. it's not okay that I just want to travel first class. It's not okay that I, like I hear people, this is a big thing I see in the scarcity spiritual world. They're like, oh, but if you, if you took that hundred thousand dollars, that million dollars that you just spent on your airfare and your holiday and you gave it to third world country, do you know how many people you could feed? I'm like, do you know how many people they probably are already feeding and (laughs) they get to have that, right? You're like, they worked their fucking butts off for that, right? And they get to do whatever the hell they want to with it. Mm. And every single person that I know, and I know lots of millionaires and lots of people with lots of wealth. They all give back in a huge way and they get to live a really abundant, beautiful life doing whatever the heck they want to do with their money. (laughs) 
And that is the joy of it, right? Yeah, that's what we all want. We all want freedom. We all we all want the nice stuff. And like we get to, like you said, unpack whatever might be attached to wanting that nice, nice stuff that's keeping us like sabotaging ourselves. Because that's, that's what I think is like total BS. You know, we got to kick out those old belief systems. Because if you're thinking it, if someone is thinking, oh, like even if they think that about somebody else, mm-hmm. they're automatically pushing it away because they're saying, I don't deserve that myself. Yeah. And they will never create it. So just right? celebrating other people when they have those experiences that we want, the wealth, the freedom, the nice family, the impact in their business. I think what a, what a great first step to changing the energetic dynamics of are we attracting this or are we repelling it? Absolutely. Yeah. And looking, you know, like on a total, I don't know, random note here. Um, but on that same thing, though, like looking at those people and saying, like, what are they doing mm. that is allowing them? Or how are they showing up? or How are they being yes. that's allowing them to be able to receive this? Right. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, they're no different than you or I. We're all humans. Yeah. <laughs> we all have the same amount of hours. We all have the same capacity. We all have everything the same to be able to do this. It's just that they're showing up in a different way. And instead of like, as I look, it's the same thing with the triggers that we were already talking about, right? Like mm-hmm. instead of looking at those triggers and being like angry about the trigger or like, you know, family, whoever it is that you're looking at and being like wrapped into it, looping yourself around in the shit of it, just look at it and go, Oh, well, how are they showing up differently? That if I adopted that mm-hmm. mentality, that behavior, that action, would I be able to be like that too? Mm. And also looking like maybe they have stuff that's like, I don't really like that about them. So don't take that part on, right? But it's like, where are the places that they're showing up so that they can succeed? Because ultimately the magic comes in mm. in simply being that now, right? When we adopt the behavior, the mindset, the energetics, the everything of what it is to be at the next level you now, mm. then it magically, magnetically shows up because you're already doing it, right? <laughs> Yeah. And I think it, uh, oftentimes I've had a challenge with detaching my personal attachment to the situation, my per- personal energetic investment into this conversation or, you know, what I believe about this person, their wealth, their success, et cetera. Like, how do we, how do we get back into that present moment and not get so caught up in the, like the, the automatic program? <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind is totally like an ad plug. It's to spiral. Like, so one of the things I do, and this is like totally true, um, is one of the energetic modalities I use is, is this concept called a spiral. And we go in and we release all of these triggers because ultimately what's happening is, it's, again, it's coming back to these times when we're seven years old or one year old or three years old. And something said to us, oh, that thing that over there, like whether it's the way they do love, purpose, whatever, it's like that's looping in our head saying we're not allowed to have it another way. So mm-hmm. even if we see it, and, and this is the part where our mindset, right? Like our mind says, oh, I can totally do that. But our energetics, our spiritual, our emotional body is like, hell no, I'm here. <laughs> stuck back here at three years old, right? So that's like the first, <laughs> that's the first piece of it is like saying, okay, well, let's just clear the actual looping behavior. Yeah. Beyond that is literally just going, okay, so what is that piece that is triggering me now? Mm right and look at it where is that in me where is that i guess the question i ask myself all the time it will say like i mean my marriage is changing drastically because our our partners right they're our biggest uh, kids and partners they're with you all the damn time (laughs) (laughs) especially when you work in business and both working at home like my husband right (laughs) always in each other's field 
And so they're your biggest mirror. And it's like, before I now go and get really at him, it's like, well, is that in me too? Right? And where is it in me? Because inevitably, if it's pissing me off because of him, it's in me. That's why I'm seeing it. And then, okay, owning it for myself. Okay, so I see that in myself. Hmm. Now, I can shift and change that too. And if it's still something that's in that space, right, whether it's in the friendship, relationship, whatever, the mentor, whoever it is you're looking at, um, you can bring the conversation to the table, of course, right? Something that you don't actually have a relationship where we relate together and say, hey, I see this in you. I also see it in me. Mm. I'm fully going to own the part of me that is that. And can we work, can we have a conversation around how we can make this work for both of us? Like, Mm. I don't really like that behavior. Is there a way, right? Or that hurt me or whatever. I feel hurt. It's actually, you know, like I feel hurt because whatever the thing is, right? Mm -hmm. And so we own that behavior. And it's the same thing when we look at somebody who we don't even know, right? Like somebody who's in a wealth success. Because a lot of people, we're online. Mm. (laughs) A lot of people are watching a lot of successful people getting really triggered. Yeah. Being like, how come they can do it? And I've been working my tail off and I can't do it. We've all been there sometime, right? And it's like, okay, well, look at them. The fact that like, follow them back. Where were they when they first started? Because I guarantee they were exactly where you're at, Mm. right? Not one person made it in this online field without going like, oh my God, how many of I just want to give up for me. We've all been here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and just adopting the strategies, the mindset, the energy, how they see the world. Like what a what an amazing kind of quest to set out on an adventure to say, I'm just gonna keep staying in wonder till I get to how they're being, who they're being, what they've like broken through, the BS that they've broken through, how I can do the same thing in my life and be able to shift into that power to create what I want and create the wealth, create the freedom, create the peace. I think that sometimes as well, like the people who trigger us the most are the people who we get to learn from the most. Yeah. Right. And it's like, even in that, it's like, go and be in their field, go like absorb everything. They mm. actually like, if they're really triggering you, go and absorb everything that they have to say. If they're, if there's somebody online who's creating success mm. because they did it for a reason. The reason that they're triggered is probably because it's what the things you don't want to own or the things that you don't want to do that they're doing and acting and behaving like that are creating the success that you don't have. And that's why it's pissing you off. <laughs> mm. Mm. I love it. I want to know, Carrie, how does the masculine and feminine energy tie into, uh, you know, clearing those, those limiting beliefs, the, the looping pattern? Cause I know that's what we really want to dive into today as well. What, what do we need to know about those two dynamics of being a human? Mm. <laughs> um, okay. So the first thing I want to say, cause I put this on here, man, you're a woman, right? So the first thing I want to preface this with a foundation that a lot of people are like, well, the masculine is the man and the feminine is a woman. Right. And it's not true. Mm. I mean, it is true because I'm a woman and I have feminine properties. You're a man, you're masculine properties, but we both have both. Yes. Right. So we both have the divine masculine. We both have the divine feminine and realistically, and this is what, you know, we were talking about before, like before we got on this call and we were talking, mm-hmm. um, and the, and the, the reason I'm so passionate about this is because of a leadership perspective. I see a lot of women in leadership roles and, and I'm explaining this to explain the whole thing, but I see a lot of women in leadership roles now, whether it's in, in business, in, in CERs, however they're leading, right. Even in families, right. We come back down to like, as a mother in a family, <laughs> leading the home, right. We're doing it from a masculine perspective because leaders have traditionally been men. Leaders of the world, the people who are making the money, the people who are making the decisions have traditionally in the past been men. 
And so we have learned leadership through this masculine thing, uh, way of doing things. But even the men, right, if we look at this, men are doing it from the masculine. In all of this, the feminine aspect of life, of our bodies, of our of of the environment that we live in, is been like left to the side. Yeah. It's like she doesn't even exist in the world. <laughs> it's poor woman. It's poor feminine, right? And and so we get to look at within whether we're a masculine or whether we're a man or a woman, we both have feminine and masculine traits. And what I desire to see so deeply in the world is to see both men and women to wake up their inner feminine. And it's coming in the world. Like we've seen, I mean, you talk about this for sure. Like the new earth showing up, the feminine is rising. And so why is it important is because people are getting sick and burning out. Mm. And the reason they're getting sick and burning out is because they can only push so hard, right? The masculine is the action. The masculine is the drive. The masculine is the force that's going to move it forward, right? The feminine is the flow, it's the emotions, yada, yada. So even as men growing up, men were mostly taught, don't be, don't be emotional, don't be, you're being a girl, you're a sissy, right? And so they, literally, they're like, the feminine is not allowed in their world, right? Mm. And then women are like, well, be strong, we're now equal, da, 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 da. So the feminine's not allowed in that either. And so we have these two, two beings, masculine, the women and the men, both acting from this masculine space is quite wounded. Yeah. Right. And so, and and this is the way that I look at it as well from like, uh, if we were to balance the masculine feminine containers, easy way to say this with the masculine energy that we have, the masculine is the one, the energy that holds, right? It's like this beautiful holding energy for the feminine, because the feminine is this wild emotional. It's like, you know, most men would say us women are a little bit wild and crazy and emotional, right? And we can leave our, lose, lose our bits. <laughs> Uh We cry at the Kleenex commercials, whatever, right? And so, but we couldn't really do it. Like we don't do it healthy way without being held by the masculine, right? We do it losing our crap when we're not. And so when we look at it like this, it's like the masculine, if you look at a river, the feminine is the water that flows, Mm -hmm. but without the masculine container, the masculine, the the sides, the sides of the river bank, the rocks Mm -hmm. that hold the river, we wouldn't have the feminine. Right. So what we're looking at when we want to look at balancing the masculine and the feminine within is looking at, well, how can my masculine be whole and kind to me and hold the feminine aspect of me? That is the is the emotional piece of me, which is Mm. the the river, which is the flow. Right. And when we look at magic, right, we look at magic as the feminine ultimately. Right. Like Mm. magic comes from being in this, this space of the void of the complete unknown complete surrender right which is very feminine Mm. but if it's not held in a safe way by the masculine we won't ever drop into that fully right yeah and so and also we're only doing this push and so this is what's leading to the burnout right we're Mm -hmm. only doing the push if we're only in the masculine and it will only get us and when we talk about wealth creation or wealth uprising right it's only going to get us to a certain point because there are only so many hours a day right so at some point it's like I can't actually put more on my plate. Mm. So how am I going to actually increase the wealth? And a lot of people will hit a plateau there because they're like, I actually don't want to take more work on. So well, mm. if it's a quarter of a million dollars a year or a million dollars a year, wherever they're at, hundred thousand dollars a year, they just stop because they're like, I don't know how to get past this. Mm. But the way to get past it ultimately, obviously, if we look for masculine systems and structures, right? Mm. To be able to up level, which you can work with an amazing Scott Wolford is a great person, actually, <laughs> speaking of that name, <laughs> right? I mean, put a plug there for him. He's amazing at that. Yes. Um, but then 
we allow the magic, mm. right? You were even talking about, I was listening right at the end of your thing, your last, your piece just before this, mm. that trust and surrender, right? And so that's the feminine. And when we allow that flow to come through and we allow that sort of, people were saying like, I was taught to, you know, I was asked by God to just drop all my clients and walk through Vegas with me, right? <laughs> like that's the feminine, right? Yes. But if the feminine wasn't being held by, you have a support team around you that you've got these structures in place. I'm going to have my interviews done. I'm going to have mm-hmm. this thing, right? So we can't just sit and meditate and hope a bag of money is going to fall on our head. And we can't just keep acting and driving because if we do that 20 hours a day, they're still only going to, you know, right? that's what ends up happening. 20 hours a day, we're working. We end up crashing out sick as a dog and it doesn't like you'll, you still won't get where you want to go. And we go backwards. Mm-hmm. When we that. Yeah. And so it's this really beautiful balance of, of both the masculine mm-hmm. and the feminine. And it's important to know that it's within the male and the female, right? Like, and what I'm seeing is a lot of men at this point too. It's like, they realize I, I, I can't do more. <laughs> right. And we're, and men are being demanded a lot right now. And I look at it and I feel like, the men who go and whether it's entrepreneurial or, you know, if we have people who go watching that are in a job, right. Mm-hmm. And they have to go and they're working their tails off to provide for the family. And then they'll come home. And then the wife is like, Oh my God, I'm so tired from all the Right. And everybody's double, double upping, right? Like the moms are now having to do work because of the economy and the way that we all want to live in this abundant world. But like both people are now working and working and working and like, it's going to break somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that's where we get to allow for this feminine magic flow. But if we don't actually tap into that energy space mm-hmm. and we don't learn that and we don't learn that how to be healthfully in each and call upon each energy, then we, we won't. <laughs> yeah. Cause I would say most, most people are in their masculine if they're especially like entrepreneurs and stuff, like we're doing a lot. We're we're wanting, we're driving, we're visionaries, we're hungry. And it can be really frustrating for a lot of people when you don't see the results from all the effort. Like you're like, hey, you know, I've been in this for a month, I've been in this for three months, I've been in this for six months, three years, and where are my results? Where is the flow? Where is the freedom? I feel like I'm working harder than ever. Like what is going on? What am I missing? And so I think those people would would really want to know, Carrie, how do they get back into balance with that feminine? How do they really invite that? magic back into their lives, especially in like a practical, like what can they do way? Hmm. Uh, the first thing starts with making time for it because that's where most people go wrong, right? Like most people I know do not make time for it. And they say, I don't have time for any of the things I will list out, right? They're like, I don't have time for it. I'm like, well, actually you don't have time not to. Hmm. And Whatever you're doing from the masculine, all those action steps that you take, like think about how many times, and I know I've done this, like how many times have you sat in front of the computer and like you're in the worst mood, nothing is working, you want to throw the computer out the door and then you keep going, <laughs> right? And you're like, I want to pull my hair out and I keep going. Like that's the moment in time that you go, wait, walk away, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. And we have this moment of reflection because it doesn't actually work to keep driving in that masculine place without mm-hmm. actually going, huh, what if I just take a break, right? Yeah. So, but most people don't actually give themselves times throughout the day at any given point in time to go for that walk around Vegas, right? To do any of the things. But on a daily basis, like there's things like meditation. And now a lot of people, and I know especially like my husband, I know other men um, and women, it's not even a whatever, but it's like a lot of people say, I can't sit and meditate for 20 minutes. You don't have to. One minute. <laughs> right? Start. Just start. Or, just try. Just start <laughs> go get it. Go get like, you know, like just go online and look for a meditation. That's a five minute meditation. You will find one on YouTube. 
guaranteed that will lead you into something, right? Go for a walk. Walking is a walking meditation. Just turn off everything and just turn off the devices and walk outside and sit in nature for 15 minutes. Hmm. Um, My husband's a bike rider. For him, getting on his bike is meditation, right? Like it doesn't mean, for me doing the dishes, when everybody's gone and not bothering me, it's actually really meditative, yeah. right? Yeah. It's this monotonous thing. And I'm like, how can I clear my mind right now, right? Mm. So we can look in those places in time that it's like, this is actually a meditation, mm. right? We don't, we can put these into our day, mm. but also it's like, it's good. Sit and meditate, but, or come back to breath. Like this is the thing yeah. that I was saying, just breathe, breathe. <laughs> You're an air flow. And like when we breathe, like this thing, you know, like, I think it's important to think about this. Like we have this natural flow. So your breath, like bringing it up your spine from your, from your base, from your pelvic bowl, bringing it up your spine all the way up your crown and then bringing it back down around. So as we inhale, we bring it up our spine exactly. And then we and bring it down. And like we have this circle and that's the natural circle. That's our natural flow. And when we go back into that, it's like, oh, and it doesn't have to take, but what? a minute, two minutes, three minutes, however long you want to give it, right? And obviously the more that we do it, the longer that we do it, yeah. right? We can go outside and step and ground on the earth. Journaling is an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a lot of uh, expression, dance, you know, like that's the, the, the flow. However, like in a lot of people, when it comes to movement, um, get stuck in their bodies, right? Oh, and it's yeah. like, you go to the gym and I go to the gym too, right? Yep. And it's like this. It's just like right? so mechanical. There's no flow. Oh. There's no freedom. It's all rigid, tight, like, and, and intense, like mechanics. Right. And so when we look at the flow and we look at the physical aspect of releasing things out of our body, right? Mm-hmm. Because energy or emotion is energy in motion. It is stored in our body. It is stored. Mm-hmm. Like I, my, when I went to Sydney, my original degree, my diploma when I went there was in body, body work, natural integrated body therapies, nutrition, all these things. But I have worked with bodies for a long time. Mm-hmm. And when we release the tension out of our body, we release the emotion, right? Mm-hmm. So I used to work, work with fascial stuff, myofascial work. And it's all held in there. So when we then just sit here and we do this one thing, we do this one thing, you know, and we sit on the same planes that we do, as we do, then everything gets stored in our physical body. So when we start to like, even just move, like get up from, from your desk and like turn on the music and just allow your body to move. Yeah. I do ecstatic dance, which is phenomenal, but there's all sorts of like five rhythms. There's ecstatic dance. There's Kundalini dance. There's all sorts of ways that you can dance. You just put on the music and forget that anyone else exists in the world and let yourself go. Yeah. Because when we actually, and like, and it's like, I always think I kind of like go into like those places that are like stagnant. You're like, oh, oh yeah. How, oh, I yeah. Can move? how can I move? And you look like a, maybe you look like a moron. It doesn't matter, right? <laughs> you can just be by yourself. <laughs> but to like move and scratch those places that are like, oh, and you'll feel like, Oh my God, there's tension there. Well, that's an emotion. That's, that's mm. a blockage. That's an energetic block that is physically forms your body. Mm. And the more that we can open ourselves to release that stuff, the more that we're not holding onto it physically. Mm. And again, it's just another way of stepping into that feminine flow. Mm. And both, I mean, all of it's good. I, like I said, I go to the gym, I lift weights, whatever, but I also dance and, and flexibility and right. Does that make sense? Is that, yes, is ab- that absolutely. I, I love it. And, um, 
you know, what comes to my mind as well is like when we're doing that, one thing that I've, I've done some, some flow movements and things like that. And like whatever is my specific challenge in life, I can also uh, affirm things, invite things in, set intentions, you know, like I, I would attempt to combine those with manifestation or even deeper healing, you know, like for me, like my lower back has, has given me issues for whatever reason. And so when I'm in that movement, I can, I know it's, I think it's for me, uh, feeling supported, feeling supported and, and feeling like I'm supporting too much and trying to control too much in, in my world. Um, so I could affirm while I'm dancing and just say, I am so supported, you know, and just like really call in even more of that energy. I think that that's something I want to take on, uh, to amplify that effect. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like allowing that, you know, and it's funny because I mean, the other, I mean, this is what just came to me, but another feminine thing, it's through self pleasure, orgasm, mm. right? Yeah. And it's amazing, like, how many people who, who get stuck mm. and don't allow themselves into that space or who will hold on to that physical pain because they're afraid of the freedom that will like, why do we, you know, I, as a massage therapist, I used to ask the question, what's the, what's the benefit? Yeah. Why am I holding or What am I receiving by holding mm. on to this mm. pain, which often can be a safety thing, right? Like it actually, you know, like whatever, whatever the attachment to it is like, if I'm afraid that I'm not going to be supported mm. and I'm not going to surrender, then that pain won't go. Wow. Right. Mm. And like, this is how chronic pain shows up because the mental, emotional, spiritual, energetic aspect hasn't been cleared and we're not looking at that piece to the physical pain my husband's a therapist too still and he is, does magic but there's some people it's like chronically <laughs> yep. well have you looked at the energetic emotional piece of it and so when you look at when you when you combine that like you just said it's like ah oh, i am fully supported and then even beyond that if you were to you know well what support systems do i need in place like if mm. you really render into that right yeah like pra practical because it's great to practical. affirm affirm things and i think we're, we're in the generation of personal development junkies and i'm, I'm a self-proclaimed right. junkie uh <laughs> and how do i actually go take action on these affirmations how am i applying them when i say you know i'm surrendering and i'm letting go i'm giving up control and saying the universe god source creator has my back how do i actually do that you know what is it what does it right. look like on a day-to-day -day basis and so i think that's that's really important to match the affirmation with uh, action in integrity so that we get the result we get the outcome absolutely so like for you it's like support could be i mean you've you've brought on a on a business partner right or yep. like i don't know i mean right yeah. so like how does it literally physically look mm. to feel supported right and when we start asking ourselves these questions You'd be surprised because it's support is going to look different to every person. Totally, totally. <laughs> so how do I need to be supported will be different to how you need to be supported. Right. Right. So we just get to ask ourselves that question. So like, how do, what, what would it look like for me right now to be physically supported? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Then what, what piece of it? Cause maybe some of it, it's like, okay, well I'd love to have, I mean, I'm, I'm on my way to getting, I used to have a chef who's freaking amazing. She would come every week. I'm back on my way to getting, we moved, like I said, we moved to pets that recover costs, but I'm coming back to Right. But it's like a chef, a personal trainer, a VA, a mm. social media person, a bit like all these things would all feel for a lot of people, personal trainer, massage therapist, facials, like all that stuff. Mm. But what's the piece that I can do right now? Right. Like if I can't do all of it right now on a financial level, mm. what's the one thing I can do right now to feel supported or whatever the thing is that's showing up for you? 
Yeah, and even even you know financial might be an aspect, but a lot of people might be busy. Maybe you have the finances, but you're just like, man, I, I'm just so jam-packed with my schedule. Well, what can you do right now? Can you take five minutes? Can you take 10 minutes? Can you take an hour You know, and go ground, go to a park, whatever it might be? Like For me, it's just really when I'm feeling stuck and blocked, I'm just like, man, I got to get up. I got to go, go somewhere. I got to get some fresh air, get out of this space because just being in an environment, being focused on something for for too long or you know whatever comes up like hey i get to be aware i get to be sensitive i think that's another word that a lot of people um don't don't want to take on because we've made it bad especially men to be sensitive and it's like no be sensitive to your intuition be sensitive to your body to the signals to the to the signs the intuition that that comes to you yeah, absolutely. It's something I I know for me personally I love teaching to my clients because the signs are everywhere. And I'm always like I mean, I've, it's an ingraining process, right? Like to actually, um, be so aware <laughs> and like when, I mean, you're, you're, you said it before too, like, obviously you have this awareness, but it's something. And I say this like to people who are just on this road, like just starting on the waking up, like having and paying attention to the signs and spirituality and like the fact that we are in conversation with and in co-creation with God, divine the universe, whatever you want to call it, um, all the time. Yeah that it's like just start like the signs will always you'll start to know them for yourself like so for me one of my signs is feathers mm. i love that so whenever i see feathers in random places it's like oh i know i'm on the right path mm. right and so it's like you'll start to or you can start to look for like start to ask for like what is like a you know show me a sign today it needs yes. to be bloody big like a freaking bus driving by not hitting me right <laughs> i don't get to need to get hurt for it right? be clear on things right but like sometimes right it is like you'll be driving in the street and the answer is like right on literally on the advertisement on the back of the bus i've, I've literally had that right it's like mm. i'm looking for this answer and you're like oh yes it's my quote on the bus thank you so much universe right and it can just be starting to ask for it it can be like i need to, i want more abundance in my life and so it can be like Show me, especially when we start to look at this feminine flow, like that I'm in this conversation, show me a sign. And it can be like picking that penny up off the ground. Thank you, universe. It doesn't have to be these huge, like people start to ask when we start this manifestation process and start this flow-based process and start to really trust in and surrender into the divine. People all of a sudden are like, they go from, I've never done this before. I don't really trust the process. (laughs) So like, I'm going to make a million dollars. I'm like, you don't believe that you will because you don't actually trust that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that they couldn't. Right. 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 But we have to bridge that trust gap, I guess. Right. Yeah. And so start looking for like, there's a penny. Now I'm getting a hundred dollars. Now I'm like, Oh my God, are you serious? Like, I don't even know where it showed up by the client. Like I, literally this just happened. This client, we don't even know how we found each other. I don't, neither of us have any idea how we ended up in each other's <laughs> world. Right. But literally she's like, I'm here, so I mean, it'll be a two thousand over two thousand dollar investment. Like, thank you, universe. Right? <laughs> thank you for both delivering and for both of us to, to deliver us to each other, right? Mm. And so, like, the signs just get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, right? But it can start with these tiny little, like you just said, these tiny little moments, and we just yeah. start looking for these little signs that I'm on the right path. And also one thing I, I want to speak for the audience, for someone who's listening right now, like my invitation for you to really supercharge this process, like what Carrie just shared was so freaking powerful. Celebrate that. Celebrate Carrie being the conduit, being the reminder that you can attract 
$2,000 clients, you know, 5,000, 10,000, whatever, whatever level you're at, $100 clients, whatever level you're at, it's perfect. But remember that you can attract people and they come from off your radar. You have no idea where they came from. doesn't matter. You don't need to know. And celebrate that and say, I, I want that. I want that. So Carrie, you know, congratulations. I so, so appreciate that you're here as the reminder that that's possible. I want that. I'm accepting that. I'm open. Show me, universe, God, source, creator, how to create that even more in my own life. And simply mm. just declaring that affirmation, you're already taking steps towards that magic. Mm -hmm. And it really does come into that belief. Like you really have to believe that it's true. Mm. You know, which is why it's like start small. Like, because you, you might not believe that clear out of nowhere, someone's going to land in your lap and give you a couple grand. Or, you know, and I've had people get, you know, or even tax rebates, right? It's yeah. like, it shows up in the craziest places, <laughs> right? Always does. And like when you truly, and, and this is the other thing like about, I would say, up-leveling wealth mm -hmm. and this feminine surrender process, right? Because when we look at people who have created success, generally speaking, and this is what I was saying. It's like they do it by being the person. We said this mm -hmm. before, right? If you're mm -hmm. looking at a mentor, if you're looking at somebody who's being successful, they do it by being the person. So they didn't wait until they had an extra $100,000 in the bank account to go do the things. They didn't wait until they had an extra $2,000 to go pay for a mentor. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. They said yes. And they incrementally increase the amount of money they're willing to spend on themselves, their dreams, because by doing that, they're actually living their freaking dreams, right? <laughs> oh, wait, I want a massage a week. So what if I start by getting one a month? Yep. I don't have the money. Just do it. <laughs> yes. Right? I don't have it, but I'm going to do it. And then the money will show up. Mm. But the trust and the faith, this is where you were talking about before too, right? The trust, the faith, and the belief that it will happen right? You have got to believe that it will happen. And then every single time you put that faith piece out and you put that next level thing out, you're like, oh, wait a minute, I did it. And the money showed up. Cool. I'm willing to take a little bit of a bigger risk and trust that the money will show up. Yep. Right. And so even if you're making quarter of a million dollars a year, right, the next stretch, it's like, well, okay, well, I'm going to hire on somebody else and I'm going to hire on a you know, my social media manager or whatever, mm. and that I don't have the money for that every month. But the, the fact would be that they're going to make the money for you. Yeah. Like that's the whole point of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to grow your business. That's the point of taking it on. Yeah. And so, um, and so consequently, it's like these little incremental upgrades yeah. that allow ourselves to show up and be the person by taking those small actions, by trusting and having faith. And the more that you do it, and the more that even in these little places, right, mm -hmm. it shows up, then when you start to strive for the bigger places mm -hmm. and we really grow our wealth, you already trust it. You already believe it. So of course it's going to work. Like I've never been on the street yet. <laughs> I've never not eaten yet and I've taken risks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, okay, well I'll trust, I'll trust this one too. Okay. Why not? Because like you said, God told me so. Yeah. Yep. And why would it, why, why would that tell me if I wasn't supposed to do it? <laughs> whether it's good or bad. Exactly. Whether it works out or not. Exactly. <laughs> I think the, the work that's important for a lot of people is who's the person I get to become, right? Like having a clear idea of who do I want to become? What's the life that I want to live? Start with that end, that clarity in mind, and then say, okay, what do I get to do to be able to be that person? If I want a massage a week, then I get to, you know, at least start 
I, I, let's go get one massage. Let's start with that. Like, go get one, and then that will increase the belief. Go do the actions, whatever level you're able to start at. If you're if you're crawling, then crawl. You know, be okay with that. Be be willing to start there. If you want to be, you know, a let's say a top. 10 podcaster, you got to be okay with starting with some crappy episodes in the beginning so that you can get started. But if you don't get started, if you don't like start crawling and, you know, be willing to bump your head against the wall, then you'll never get there, but you have to first start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. I wrote a post about it last week, that exact thing, like about being an author, because people often will look at my writings. I write a lot. Yeah. And people often like, and I've had all these sessions with clients recently. They're like, but Carrie, how do you do this? And and it takes me hours. And I'm like, you don't think it doesn't take me hours when I first started? (laughs) And you don't think I had some pretty shitty freaking, you know, articles that went out? Of course I did. (laughs) And when I first started, a thousand words was like nails on a chalkboard and really hard. Now I'm Mm. like a thousand words. Are you kidding? I just wrote it in 30 minutes. I didn't realize. Banging it out. Right? Yep. But it's like, you, you said it, right? You just have to, like, you did, You were not this amazing when you first started, were you? No way. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with practice. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's super important. Um, I want to get into this, like this quantum realm of, of like possibility and wonder and how that plays a, an important part of magic and manifesting in your world, Carrie. What do we need to know about like really opening up to possibility? Hmm. In this, like in this physical world, mm-hmm. we're we're limited, right? Mm-hmm. We're limited to these fingers, these toes, these bodies, these experiences of couch, whatever. But the reality is, it's all energy, right? It's all scientifically, we're all just cells. Mm-hmm. This is energy. We're all energy, and it's how dense the energy is, and how high vibrational the energy is, is to where whether we see it or not, (laughs) right? And so in the quantum realms, like it's the unseen Mm -hmm. and yet it's so seen because we create it there, right? So it's like, to put it really clearly, like we, people will talk about visualization, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. If we can remove the, the unconscious filter, the filter that goes between the conscious and the unconscious mind, right? And we put things into the visualization process out into the quantum realms, then trust. Like I have this thing, like we all have, I don't know. um, I have leaned more and more into my spiritual team that there's angels, spirits, dragons. I got all, I got a whole pack of them. (laughs) Right. Um, And I think of them out in the quantums, like doing the work for me. I'm like, and I just surrender it out to God into the quantum realms and be like, okay, I don't know how it's going to show up. But I have this vision and you wouldn't have delivered it to me because anything that's delivered to us, I think you even said this, through universe, through God, it is for you. Yep. It's not given to anyone else. It's given to you because you're supposed to take this to the world, right? And if God wanted you to have it or universe wanted you to have it, source, whatever, then it will, if you trust in it, mm. it will become manifest. And if you expect, like if we were talking about support, right? support in this realm but also in the other realms mm-hmm. because if my angels are working and your angels are working and I say hey can you go talk to Chris's angels and make this all work for me like let's make this work I don't know how but we'll get together <laughs> they'll figure it out right and surrender it yeah. sounds like I, I it sounds loopy sometimes when I even talk about it but like it just does and when we stop to think that I am alone I'm not alone mm-hmm. I have this entire other reality that's always working for me. 
And, and so often, like we have, like, if we look at hmm, the dogma of this, right? Mm -hmm. God, like, and, and people will say this, but it hasn't worked before. God hasn't given it to me before. The universe has screwed me over before. Mm -hmm. I said yes to things before. How much of that, first of all, was ego, not mm -hmm. actually spirit, right? Like we have to learn to differentiate what is ego that's telling us to go do things, mm -hmm. right? And what is spirit that's telling us to go do things. So first of all, like that's a big one, right? And second of all, did you learn a lesson from it? Because if you did, which of course, if you probably fell on your butt because <laughs> you did because you thought God told you to, you probably learned some lesson from it. Otherwise, go back and look at it and learn the lesson, yep. right? Um, then that in and of itself is beautiful, right? And so even our, like if we start to really, like it is truly the attitude of gratitude. And I'll, and I'll say this like this. My husband actually fell off his bike um, a few months ago and he he was coming down. We live in Colorado and he was coming down on the mountains on a ski, ski, ski runs. And he was alone actually. And there's a, a bike patrol that came in and got him And his, he had a nasty concussion, broke his wrist, sprained his other wrist and like was grazed everywhere. I don't know how he got home. Honestly, there was angels looking after him because he ended up like somehow the stupid medical center let him drive home an hour and 15 minutes. And I never knew about it. Right. So when I saw him, he was a mangled mess. And I was like, holy moly. And after the initial shock, <laughs> watching this man who's like this stoic human being in my life, um, I fell into deep gratitude. Mm. Now, most people would look at that mess, first of all, financially on all levels for us, that's messy, mm. right? On a physical level, I now have to look after him. I have my kids. Like there was a whole, there's a lot of ramifications from something like that, right? And I fell into deep gratitude. And so did he. And when we can come from that place, right? And we can look at all of the mistakes and all of the beautiful things in life from a grateful place, but especially the shit that happens, it's like, there's a lesson in this. So do you want to, again, he had to surrender in. There was a lot of surrendering that had to happen in that to learn the lessons and to go through it, but everything for a reason, mm. right? So when we connect in and we truly become, and it's, a, and it's a learning, like it's like these little baby steps, but when we truly become channels and open ourselves to divine co-creation, you will always be given, always be given what you can do. And you will never be giving anything you can't handle. And all of the lessons that come from that, whether good or bad, right? And I'm going to say that in quotes because yep. they're always good, right? And so much has come from so much has come from it. And like the whole time I was like, I'm totally grateful. I mean, it sucks, but I'm also grateful. <laughs> yeah, there's some, some kind of higher higher purpose for all this, you know, to, to remember, to get present to the, the value of life and also, you know, how much you two support each other and are there mm -hmm. for each other. And, um, you know, I think there's, there's so much to just really pause, allow us to pause for and say, all right, now that life kind of forced us to pause and take a look and slow down a little bit, what, what do we want to pay attention to? What do we want to celebrate? Right. What's important to us? Right. And I think, so I think like, I mean, and it's to come back to the, to the question you asked about the quantum, like, but that's what it is, right? Mm -hmm. When we truly trust in and believe in this higher power, right? Mm -hmm. And we throw our things into the quantum realm, into this quantum soup that we don't understand because really, like, it's so far beyond the human mind. <laughs> yep. Realistically, right? It is so far behind, even though there's all sorts of science. Like you can go look in um, Joe Dispenza. He's got all sorts of science that will tell you all about this. But like, it's so far beyond 
what we can physically comprehend, yeah. right? It really it comes back down to the belief and the trust and the faith that it's like, there is something bigger than me, <laughs> a lot of things, a lot of stuff bigger than me that is helping me when I trust and have faith and belief that's helping me co-create my dreams and desires. Mm-hmm. And I, and I ex- expect, right. That with my positive affirmation, as you said, that this is all going to be my reality because it is now because I'm choosing it and I'm asking that it shows up for me, then that's what gets to happen. And like in that same, in that same way, when we play in the quantum realms for clearing stuff, right? So like part of the work that I do is to go in and energetically, I feel like I have have it here. Um, I feel like I energetically, I do, I have this crystal. They're called Andaras. They're like multidimensional crystals. I love them. Wow. But this reminds me of like a surgical. Can you see? Oh, here we go. Yep. Right. I feel like I surgically go in <laughs> and remove the stuff that is no longer serving you on an energetic, mental, emotional, spiritual level in wherever it is right now, yep. and it disappears. It literally goes away, and not just from our physical or mental body, mm. but from the whole field. Mm. Right. And then we open up this gateway and this channel for more clarity. And like the things, the, the more that we clear that field and the more time, and like, this is why I say like people who don't make time for this, it's like, you're, to me, it's stupid. <laughs> it's like, you're giving yourself more work, yeah. right? Yep. Because honestly, if you could let magic happen for you, it would happen faster. Mm. Right. Yeah. And more amazing things show up and you don't have to do more. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But we have to keep that energetic, that snow globe clear so that all the goodness and we can hear mm. divine not ego <laughs> divine yep. connecting through us wow does that I, make sense yeah i love it i love the example of using that crystal and you know i think our our energy our mind our body spirituality is so powerful we can just like set intentions with these different like tools and spiritual conduits and and I think I thought I had some crystals around here, um, but you know, just like use one and use it to like, like just close your mind, close your eyes and, and open up your mind and open up that imagination. And like, I was thinking about cutting cords to negative things. Um, you know, like even you can imagine different effects using a, a crystal or I, I thought of like a spiritual scalpel, so to speak with your, your crystal and cutting out those negative places in our life like you know show me you can even ask like show me where this is residing in my field or in my body help me release it help me cut it out and it doesn't matter what the answer is it could be in your knee could be in your toe could be in your eye it doesn't matter like just trust that that is there and then go through the 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 movement with the sincerity with the love with the presence with the intention of that being released and i think that's that's freaking magic too you know like really going beyond whatever is the physical in in the physical realm and tapping into our intuition and our energetic powers to be able to uh you know shift our reality to create to release to be able to to heal ourselves too absolutely so powerful i love it carrie this is gold i want to wrap the conversation up with just a, a final Final send off about like wealth alchemy and what you what you want our audience to know about um, you know working with you what what type of clients that you, you take on and what kind of results that they get just dive into a conversation around that what you want our audience to get to know mm-hmm. more about you for. Mm. <laughs> Um, look, I can never, I'm not the kind of person who's going to sit here and promise and guarantee things for clients. It's like, you know, we have layers upon layers upon layers of things. What I do know to be true 
is that when people come into my field and like, and I think this is also something to, to note about myself and other people, right? When we start to work in this realm and when we start to truly want to level up our wealth, we are all energetic, um, conduits, right? We are all a spark of the divine. And in that we came here for a soul's purpose. Mm -hmm. And the more that we stand in our soul's purpose, the more magic happens. Now, I actually think that's actually one of the most important pieces to people because most people are not standing in their purpose. Mm -hmm. Most people it's like right on the side and they're not picking it up. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that actually happens as a magic. Like the second that you say yes to your magic, then like clients show up out of nowhere. I had one woman the other day, we did a clearing session and, and I helped her write a part. I said to her, like, be a little bit more vulnerable and write this post. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, Carrie, I put that post up and she's already making multiple six figures. Mm -hmm. And she said, I put that post up and I can't keep up with the phone calls. Like my workload is so big from that one post. And it was like three paragraphs. This is not like hard. I didn't even help her write the post. I just told her like, go write a more vulnerable post about your story. Literally. (laughs) And then we worked on all of the energetics around why she wouldn't and all these things. And we were talking about her self-expression and clearing out of the field, right? Her ability and her fear of the vulnerability and her fears around that stuff. And like, it just, it, it literally, that's what happens. Like, it's not like she, she puts posts up other days. right? Right. And it's like, it's literally in shifting the energy in that, that magic will happen. Right. And so when we come into this place, that's what I was saying about like the being who we are. Right. So I help my clients with that to really pick up Mm -hmm. their magic divine purpose. Right. And for me, I know for me, my channel, my conduit is literally like to help magic come from the quantums down to earth. Because the other thing to know about it is if we leave it up in the quantums, if we leave our dreams and our visions there, they stay dreams. Mm. We don't actually manifest it. And there is this piece, like we have to be pillars that says, I'm bringing this through and I'm bringing this down to earth. And my magic on this planet is to help you take things, shift them on the quantum realms and help bring them down to this planet to make manifest. I'm a Taurian. I'm an earthy person. I love like, it. <laughs> I love it. I love grounding things in. And if it doesn't become practical and it's not grounded, I'm like, whatever. So I'm like, I love to play up there. <laughs> but like, if it doesn't come down, what's the point? Yeah. 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 <laughs> right? And so that's why magic happens for my clients because there's a lot of people in the spiritual world who are like, I just want to play up here all day long, which I love. But what's the point if it actually doesn't make manifest into our life? Amen. So Carrie, this is awesome. I know our audience wants to stay connected with you. There's people out there who their hearts are feeling called to this conversation to be their own divine conduit and their own divine channel, their gifts. How do they connect with you? How do they take those next steps with you? So they can email me, Carrie at CarrieCurley.com. Or I am um, definitely on Facebook with my messenger. So you can check me out there. At, you know, I think you have that all the links for show notes. But yep. Facebook, Carrie, sort of forward slash Carrie Norley one. Beautiful. <laughs> and that's K-E-R-I-N-O-R-L-E-Y, the number one. And Carrie, you are such a divine blessing for this world. Thank you so much for being here, sharing your love. And this is a blast. I'm looking forward to more. Thank you, Chris. I so appreciate you. I so appreciate the work that you're doing in the world and helping people to get the messages out there and helping people to be their most amazing selves. Amen. GPS, let's go. Carrie, have Uh the best day ever, and we'll see you soon. You too. See ya. Thank you. Bye. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. 
each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>